The following is a recording of The First Mint Live, a show that we do a couple times a week on Twitter Spaces that's hosted by myself, LG Doucette, and my brother, The Real Phil D. Every conversation is recorded and posted here raw and unedited and features topics like NFT drops that we're really into and discussions where we invite different community members to come up and share their opinions about what's going on in Web3. To catch the next show live, please visit us on Twitter at The First Mint. Good morning, everybody out there in the NFT space. People very hopeful today to grab some awesome UFC strike moments. It's LG here from the First Mint. Very happy to be uh, hosting the spaces uh, with my brother Phil D and our new pal Aaron. Uh, we're going to be on for quite a little bit today. We know there were some, uh, a few difficulties on the flow end this morning, but looks like the waiting room is open for these UFC strike packs uh, and we're going to be here for it. We're going to be covering the drop. Hopefully everything goes according to plan. It goes smoothly. Looks like things are running smoothly now. Um, and we're also obviously going to welcome a very, very awesome guest on in a little bit. John Anik that you guys all absolutely know. If you know anything about UFC, then you absolutely know John. He's going to be joining us in just about an hour. So basically how things are going to go down today, we are going to chat um, we're going to chat uh, basically myself, Phil and Aaron, and, and maybe with a few of you guys, we're going to chat through, you know, give a little intro to UFC Strike and NFTs because we know we might be having a lot of people joining today or listening later who don't yet know anything about, um, you know, NFTs. This might be their first NFTs, so we're going to be kind of chatting about that. We're also going to chat about uh, this weekend's action, right? Um, I watched the fights uh, and, and and they are have like a direct correlation to what's going to be happening in the UFC Strike uh, marketplace this week over the next week and a half so we're going to chat through that chat about the moments that we're looking to get speculate on what series one will look like because series zero is ending today these are the last drops then of course we have the marketplace opening today so we will chat about that as well and again if you're joining um we're covering the drop and john will be on in about an hour so he'll be on in a bit i don't know if it's deceptive to have it in the title so maybe i'll just take it out for now and then we'll put it back in once he's on uh, I don't want people running in here and saying like, hey, where the hell's John Anik? Um, but he will be on in just a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Aaron, what's up, man? How are you doing? How's uh, how, how's life over on your end? Life's doing great. Uh, excited about today. And uh, obviously, obviously, it's going to be great speaking with you guys about it. I, I, I foresee that we're going to have some sort of hiccups along the way, but let's, let's see how it plays out. <laughs> Listen, Aaron, you've been in NFTs for a while now, man. I know we connected almost a year ago when you were following Top Shot. You know how these things go, right? You're you're a vet at this point. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even call it skepticism at this point in time. It's more just the reality of the situation. They're launching a brand new marketplace, brand new platform for the most part. I expect there to be some sort of hiccup today. But you know what? Let's hope for the best. Let's hope, that in, let's hope that in 25 minutes time, we've got a, a queue going. And that we got some packs. That's also what we want. We want the queue, but we want packs, Aaron. That's the most important part. Um, and Phil, are you there? Whoa! There he is. There he is. The signature Phil D hey. opener. What's up? Listen, man. I love that Aaron comes on here. And the first thing he says is probably something I would say is that he doesn't really know if this is going to work today because we're opening a mm -hmm. marketplace and having a pack drop. That's my kind of stuff, Aaron. I always question mm -hmm. that stuff, man. I've been saying this for over a week now. I don't know how they're going to pull that off. That would probably be, we talked about a record book yesterday. That would definitely be part of the record book if they were able to pull both off 
um, <laughs> even within a few hours of each other, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what it's happens. It's ambitious. Right? It's ambitious, though. That's the thing. It's like knowing, you know, we've been in the space for a while now is that it's, it's to do that much in one day is ambitious. It is really exciting. And uh, but it is ambitious. So, you know, we'll, we'll be patient. Everything is in beta. So so we're here to take our time. Uh, latest updates from the UFC Strike Discord is that this drop is on. It is it is on. The waiting room is open. So you can go ahead and go to the waiting room on the UFC Strike site. Head over to the queue. Uh, I should say about 25 minutes left. And then, of course, as you guys know, but maybe if this is your first time, these are going to be your first packs. Basically, when that timer gets to zero, we're all placed in a giant lineup. Right. And then you're in line and you wait for your turn to come along for you to be able to buy a pack. I think at best we can hope to get one pack today. Last time for the drop, people were able to buy multiples. They're able to get back in line several times. But guys, I think this is a massive drop. I think UC Strike has done some really cool marketing since. Um, and I think I think we're definitely going for a pretty quick sellout here. So you're going to be lucky to just have a spot high in the line. We also know that the marketplace is set to open. Hopefully sometime today, uh, we, we weren't sure exactly when it was going to open, but I would say probably once the drop is done, maybe wait a couple hours and we'll have some openings, probably be a little bumpy along the way because, hey, marketplaces, NFT marketplaces are not are not easy uh, to maintain. So we're going to wait for that. We're going to see what's going on there. And again, if you're just joining us, um, John will be on with us in a little bit. He'll be on in about uh, 55 minutes and very keen to hear from him. Very keen to hear uh, what his thoughts are on NFTs. Because obviously in the mainstream, uh, there's a lot of different uh, sentiments and opinions on whether NFTs are legit or what they are. Um, you know, But I'm sure that he's pretty happy, along with everybody in the UFC family, to see, see a product come out just for them. So we're going to be chatting with him. Uh, quick little intro to who we are. So this is LG here, LG Set speaking from the first minute. We cover uh, lots of different NFT projects, mainly in sports and entertainment. We started in Topshop, and now we talk about NFL. We did Matrix. We were talking about Candy Digital earlier with their racing and their MLB. We kind of cover the whole gamut, and we also have our own event happening this week, Basketball and Blockchain Week, kicking off Thursday, just announced this morning, partnering with NBA Top Shot, Rumble Kong League, Bizarre Stars, and of course, Round 21, amongst maybe a few others. Uh, it's LG here again. With me is Phil D, that usually hosts most of these spaces with me. Uh, we run a podcast, we have a newsletter, so check us out. And we're going to be, we're definitely going to be covering a lot of UFC, right, Phil D? Like, I think, I think we're pretty keen on this product, and we're also pretty keen on MMA. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, the interest that we've seen from people so far, and we talked about this last time we had Aaron on. The interest mm-hmm. is not like any other interest. The UFC's fan base is the UFC's fan base. Yes, mm-hmm. people who like the UFC like other sports as well, but the amount of people that actually really, really are into UFC and it's like almost mm-hmm. a cult following, mm-hmm. it's a whole different story. There's just something about the UFC. It's kind of like the Super Bowl for me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who don't watch football watch the Super Bowl, right? Yes. This is a known fact. It's become yeah. like a, a social gathering type of deal. Uh, you know, it, it's just part of everyone's year. Once a year, everyone gathers to watch the Super Bowl. Obviously, some people don't. But when it comes to the UFC, when there's a big UFC pay-per-view, it's the exact same thing. If you mm-hmm. actually invite people over to watch a UFC pay-per-view, they will come watch whether they follow the UFC on a weekly basis or not. Uh, mm-hmm. And and you get a ton of pay-per-views a year, right? It's not like the Super Bowl once a year. It's obviously not on the same scale. But um, And it's really exciting because – We've seen these moments, and even you, LG, now that you're more into UFC and stuff, oh, right? Yeah. Some of these, like now, I've seen a complete change in you. We discussed this yesterday, but like, man, <laughs> you know true. everything. Like, you know everything about these moments. You've done your research on the weight classes. Mm-hmm. You know what guys have been up to. Um, 
yeah, it's got it's got its own cult following. I don't like using the word cult following, but it really does. Right? Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like extremely mainstream. popular. It, it's it's more mainstream, but it's definitely like it's definitely has an incredibly engaged fan base, and that's also something that I love that obviously Dapper Labs bringing to the table and they're putting on flow is they're bringing not just the sports leagues, but they're bringing the sports leagues that have like an incredibly engaged audience, but also making it really easy for new people to start off. Right. And obviously, again, you know, uh, uh, Top Shot and the whole crowd obviously gets it's criticism when things don't work properly. There's some snafus recently in like the Packer organization, but inevitably things like this UFC product, things like Top Shot, NFL, it's like, yeah, if you have like 50 bucks, 100 bucks to get started in NFTs, like these are great spots to start, especially if you're a fan already of this, of these leagues. Like, yeah, if you watch the main UFC events, if you follow it more hardcore than that, today's pack drop is a, is a great place to start. Or even if you don't get a pack today, the marketplace is going to open and people people are going to be selling stuff, right? So it, it's, a, it's a great place to start. And um, that's the kind of stuff, you know, for anybody who's new to, to us at the first minute, that's the kind of stuff that we really want to cover. We want to cover really accessible entry points to NFTs for people like apes and, and cats and beeples. All that stuff is fantastic. But inevitably, the average person who's curious about NFTs doesn't have, you know, 90 ETH to go spend on an ape, but maybe they got 100 bucks to spend on uh, UFC packs or, or Candy Digital or something else like that. So we're here to kind of chat about that. That's who we are. Um, Aaron, I mean, listen, in Canada here, we all know who you are, but we have a lot of American friends joining us as well. Um, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if we can even just call you like the Stephen A. Smith of UFC in Canada. I don't know. I don't know where to place you in terms of the, the broadcast uh, uh, personalities, but uh, definitely pretty much the go to source for UFC strike, at least in Canada and, and probably beyond that. That's preposterous and unfathomable that you would call me that. But uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, yeah, basically, I'm I'm the reporter uh, for mixed martial arts in you know in Canada for TSN, and I think that you know it's interesting because a lot of people are starting to pigeonhole me as like the NFT guy in this space, which I, I don't know um, if that's necessarily fair because I'm I'm fairly skeptical about the NFT space as well. And I was actually doing a Reddit AMA earlier today and was asked about this topic, and I said that. You know, while I'm skeptical of a lot of these projects, um, when this deal was announced two years ago with Dapper, I didn't mm -hmm. think much of it. I thought that NFTs were silly. I think a lot of people, I, I'd say that the majority of people believe that NFTs are, are totally silly. And I, and I don't blame anybody for that. And I think that that's fair. Mm -hmm. But um, when articles started to come out about Top Shot uh, early last year, I said, you know what, let's, uh, just out of curiosity, let's, let's try, try it out. Let's buy a couple packs, see how it goes. Um, you know, I used to collect sports cards as a kid. And remember, back in the day, people used to think, you know, how can a piece of cardboard be worth anything? People were throwing them against walls. And, uh, and that's why you can't find, like, you know, <laughs> highly, highly graded, you know, Jordan rookie cards or, like, Honus Wagner's or Mickey Mantles. Like, people used to use them to, like, to throw against walls as part of, like, a, a card game, right? So What? It, so what? I mean, with, a wait, Aaron, hold on, hold on. Aaron, you, you grew yeah. up in where we did. We never did that, dude. Aaron, no, no, our dad about, did I'm that. I'm talking about like early, early on. Like people used to like throw <laughs> baseball cards against the wall and like see who could get them closer to the wall. Whoa, man! Listen, our our dad Is tells us stories about this stuff, like really? bringing cards to school and whipping that. them on walls. We yeah. never did that. No, 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 not our way, right? But I'm saying back in the day, like back in the early infancy of of sports cards, that's what people did with them. I've ah, okay. never. Sorry. 
ever, ever. And they used to come in, in cigarette packages and cigar packages as like it's like Kinder Surprise eggs. Whoa! Like nobody, nobody thought anything of these things. They thought that they were just like pieces of cardboard. What could they ever be worth? And I think that with that, NFTs, people have the same sort of belief. So when I first started doing Top Shot, uh, I just thought it was fun. You know, it's cool. It's like a, it's like kind of a fusion of like uh, the stock market and sports. And, and digital collectibles all kind of melded into one. It's not really the typical NFT project that you're that you read about that you're accustomed to, like Board Apes and the other PFP projects that you kind of mentioned earlier. It's more, I'd say, more aligned with sports card collecting and the stock market versus you know having a profile picture. Uh, so it was very different from what I had expected. And just getting into collecting them, doing the challenges and things like that. I just think it's a fun way to interact with that particular sport or that particular property. So that's that's why I just I would love for people to just buy a pack, try to play around in the marketplace, see how it goes, and then make your, you know, draw your conclusions from from that experience rather than drawing conclusions before you even try it out. That that that's the only thing that I was kind of arguing on my AMA. Absolutely. You know, uh, okay, so this was so you had an AMA on Reddit today, right? And that's uh, you know, obviously the NFT part came up. That's what you're saying. Yeah, somebody had asked me about like what I thought about Strike and you know what my concerns were and how I got into it and stuff like that. So I just kind of elaborated on it from there. Right. Okay. Yeah, just out of curiosity, Aaron, what, what are the concerns that people have that you're speaking to? The, the people that come to you and are still skeptical about NFTs, what are their concerns? Because there's a ton of people out there. There's a lot of people on the fence, right? Even huge UFC fans. They're kind of like, I don't know if I want to do this. Well, I'm not sure if it's as much concerns as it is just outright dismissal. Like, I think that a lot of people mm. just aren't, they read about NFTs, it becomes kind of this punchline and they cling on to it. And I think, again, I think that's fine. And I have no problem with people that do that. Uh, I think it's fair. You know, it's, it's a new mm -hmm. thing. It seems silly on the surface. So mm -hmm. I think that people will draw that conclusion. And uh, again, I don't really blame them. It's up to them how they want to experience things in, in their lives. But mm -hmm. uh I think that those that have concerns are that you're going to buy them and then it's going to be a passing fad and nobody's going to own NFTs in two years and it's going to disappear. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that if you look at the amount of uh, corporate buy-in across the board for NFTs, you look at like Adidas buying a board ape and things like that. I think that those that are really entrenched in the business world think that this is here to stay. Again, it's one of those things where time will tell. But I think that that is probably the big concern is that you're, you're buying a JPEG that's going to be completely worthless in two years. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that's fair. And again, it's not for everybody right away. And that's also something that it's like, you know, I think at the first minute, it's, it's something that we work towards and, um, you know, trying to onboard people, trying to trying to promote projects, uh, cover projects that, that we love, that we think are a great starting spot, but also not being too forceful. It is a paradigm shift, man. It took a lot of it took a long time for people to get an email address or for people to get a computer or for people to use like an internet, even for people to get cell phones. That took a long time. Like people thought cell phones were so stupid when they came out because they were these giant bricks that, yeah, like corporate people walked around with. And most people were like, why would you need to make a phone call while you're walking down the street? But now that's like the most normal thing. So it just takes a while. Not to say NFTs are going to be like cell phones, but you know what I mean? Any kind of, any kind of technological shift, um, and I think, you know, Aaron, good for you for, for being an ambassador there, whether whether you intended to or not to go out there and, you know, kind of put your neck on the line talking about NFTs and what you like about them. It's it's not easy, but I think, um, you know, I think you're promoting the right message. And again, something like UFC Strike, especially for people in the UFC community who are who are curious, um, has two things to offer them, honestly, in my opinion, is one, again, an accessible starting point. Like you can show up today, spend 50 bucks on the pack. Uh, maybe maybe pull uh, uh, an athlete that you really love. Maybe pull one that you you don't think is great. Whatever it is, one that you hate doesn't matter. But it's it's gonna it's gonna give you that that 
you know, pack of cards kind of opening feeling. It's going to be fun. You might get a rare one, right? That's really exciting. So it's 50 bucks kind of well spent and have a little fun. And then, and then maybe an extra 50 bucks just on the marketplace, maybe go get the person that you do want. But I think kind of the hidden currency of NFTs and we're kind of, we're even just looking at everybody in the spaces right now kind of speaks to this hidden currency is the community. And I know it's kind of cheesy to keep saying that, but I think what I've discovered, what Phil's discovered, Aaron, what you have discovered um, is that really like we all, a lot of people in the NFT community really believe in this stuff and we all want to support each other and people are so helpful. So even, you know, and I know that the UFC community is incredibly passionate and connected and engaged. So I actually feel like a community like that is a great fit for, for NFTs where they're going to be able to, you know, be met with the same level of engagement and passion um, as they display every day. Right. So I feel like, you know, even even kind of just scoping around, kind of lurking in the UFC strike discord, which everybody wants to join that great place to kind of converse with fellow fans um, and connect with the team as well. Dapper, um, you know, you see people really excited for this stuff and willing to help each other out, give each other advice. So I think I think there's a lot to offer, especially for UFC fans here. So it's it's a great place to start. Um, gentlemen, let's let's we got about 13 minutes out here. Looks like the queue is still up. We're going to have John Antcon in about 45 minutes. What, um, obviously you guys are hoping for a pack. Uh, I mean, after this past weekend's action, has anything changed in terms of which uh, athletes you're going to be looking for? Like obviously maybe Tuivasa uh, climbing up the ranks potentially in terms of uh, attractive fighters that you want, right? Uh, I was, you know, the Shuey thing is absolutely incredible. And I have one of his moments from that. Um, but are you uh, are, are you seeing this drop, Aaron, maybe as something different? Are you seeing the, some of the athletes in here as, as, as more attractive than previously? Well, I think I think you nailed it, right? Like, I think that this is one of those things where the value of these moments are going to be fluid, right? Because this is mm. like a basketball game where, you know, you've got Josh Giddy getting a two triple doubles in a row and his value is going up. And then next week, maybe he's a non-factor <laughs> and it goes completely down or it's his only moment. So you need it for a yeah. challenge bottleneck. And, but with, with MMA when somebody has a big performance, they're probably not going to compete again for three, four months. So I think that their value is going to go up at least temporarily at that point in time. But you mentioned Taito Ibasa. I mean, he was ranked 11, and I think now he's going to be ranked in the top three, right? So that's, right. that's going to elevate the, the floor value, I think, of his moment. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it, right? And that's actually a really good point is that you're right. In basketball, it's going to take a lot for, um, you know, for a player to really change their value. Maybe NFL a bit more, but this, it's like one fight and – you know, a player's uh, moment or an athlete's moment on, on strike might just like skyrocket overnight, right? Because they're, they're, they might be in line for like a title shot next. And who knows, you might, be, you might be looking at the, you know, the next multi-year champion, right? So you don't know, you don't know who these people are going to turn into. So that's really exciting. Um, before we dive actually into specifically the athletes, uh, which I kind of started there, I do want to talk about the timeline of the project. So we know this is the last drop of series zero, which we don't really know anything else about. Usually that's some kind of great indicator in NFTs. That's some kind of like Genesis series, anything, all those are words that I'm putting in the UFC strikes mouth. I don't know if that is what is happening. Um, we just know that this is, I guess, series zero and it's ending today. And that series one will start shortly thereafter. And it's going to have regular pack drops. Phil D, um, is this is this significant? Like, are we when the marketplace opens today? Are we just trying to scoop up every single series zero moment that we can? For, from the looks of the people we've talked to, and I remember Aaron, you were one of the ones that brought this up early with us. You said, you know, I said, what are, what are what are these? Are, are we really going for so many packs? Are we really going for a lot of moments? And Aaron kept saying, these are series zero, dude. Like series zero. 
there's only one series zero and that's the original series right um on that note again from all the people we've talked to in, in our discord and other discords people are going for the entire set of commons at least at the very least once that marketplace opens so i'm just telling you we already know a mad scramble is coming up that seems to be the strategy and one of the reasons it's a strategy is because of the 500 incentive so for those who don't know if you spend 500 on the marketplace i think it's in the first what five days of the marketplace is that what it is lg i, I don't i don't have the exact uh the exact sorry i'm tool. eating some valentine's day chocolate right now on mute <laughs> Um, I forgot that when you go on mute, it's because you're eating something. Yeah, I, can't remember if it was the, I can't remember if it was the 19th, which is this Friday or the 29th. It's the 20th. I think it's the 20th. 25th. Okay, so 10 days. It's 25th. It's 10 days. It's 25th. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You have so, until so, the 25th to spend. And that's a net $500. That's right. That's and not, then you, you can't go sell your moments and then buy $500 correct. worth. You have to spend. It has to be, it'd be plus five or minus $500, essentially, or plus 500 whatever you see it. And then you get the Israel Adesanya moment, which, if you guys read the blog, is listed mm-hmm. as Series 1 fandom moment. So that would correct. be, we assume, the very first moment from Series 1 that is no longer Series 0, right? Um, so that's a pretty big one. But I think... And also the first fandom there. moment. First one, what's that? First also the first fandom moment. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think that completing the entire set of comments will take you to 500 bucks. Something tells me it will. It'll be close. Anyways, and people will go for champions tier, but we forget there's only what 75 of each champions tier. That's not a lot, man. That's a really small number. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, no, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be pretty wild. And mm-hmm. I just want to say now that we're down to eight minutes left before drop, we actually have That's a right. lot of people in here, uh, and people I've spoken to on the side that I see in here that have not participated in anything UFC Strike before. So if you're new mm-hmm. here and you want to know how you can get in to UFC Strike and buy packs today, um. Is there, have we posted a link, LG? Uh, you've so got to actually just, join just, the queue. Yeah, so we, we talked about this at the start. So you have to go to ufcstrike.com and you join. You, you have to sign up, which will take you two seconds. And then you click on packs or it should be maybe a big link that says. And then you go you go to the pack and then you click go to the waiting room. And then you're going to be in a kind of waiting room. It says, welcome to the UFC drop waiting room. There are eight minutes left is what it's going to say. And you just wait there and it's going to put you in a big lineup. Also, for people looking for a bit more info, I just posted a thread from the first minute that is like kind of all the info you need that kind of goes through the drop details today. Um, I guess, okay, I made a typo on the pack, the pack cost. It's 49, I think it's $49, not $50, right? Is it $50 or $49 today for the pack? $50. I think it's 50 flat, yeah. It is 50, it is 50 flat. Okay. 50 and there's 30,000 packs. 30,000 packs, yes. That's not a lot. (laughs) It's not a lot. And what's interesting, and I'm going to bring this back to the tiers that you guys are talking about. So we posted all the info there. Feel free to share it around. Feel free to look through it, kind of get a sense of like what's going on here. Um, You know, we'll be posting a few more of those. But I also posted um, the different tiers. So what's interesting, and we haven't really seen this in the Dapper environment, is that there are going to be five tiers total, which is normal. We've seen that in the Dapper environment. There's going to be fandom, contender, challenger champion and ultimate okay so far in series zero and seems like series zero is going to end there we're only going to have contender and champion so we're only going to have the like the second uh the second rarest one so essentially what i would consider legendaries if you're using top shot terminology we have legendaries and then we have like commons which are minted ten thousand to twenty five thousand ultimates who knows what's going to happen with those they do have a mint count limit of 10 so that's going to be some really special moments no idea when or how those are going to come there's also a middle tier there called challenger which i'm assuming is going to be the rare 
moments, um, which we do not have yet. We don't have those in any packs. We haven't we haven't heard anything about them. So just to recap that, Series Zero, only contender and champion. And then the Izzy Adesanya moment, which you can only get by spending a net $500 between now and February 25th, will be is not is going to be uncapped. I don't know how many people are going to do that because that's a lot of money to spend, honestly, especially if you're a new collector. That's, that's a lot, but obviously that's the whole point is to incentivize you. Um, that is going to be the first fandom moment. So pretty exciting to kind of see these tiers come to life. And I'm hoping in Series 1, maybe we'll get some, you know, maybe we'll get some uh, Challenger tier drops or something like that. Uh, guys, we have about five minutes left. Aaron, what, what, for people that are new here, people or people that just watch UFC when it's the big fights, out of everything in the list, which what moment are they going for? What is the one that you're like, boom, I just pulled the, the Tom Brady or the LeBron of this, of, this, of this pack. Maybe there's no one on that level in this pack of you know, that legendary status yet in UFC. But who is, who's, the, who, who's the prize here? Do you mean outside of legendaries? Because, I mean, any legendary you get is going to be great. But well, okay, let's, about... let's go categorically then. Let's talk about the legendaries. Let's talk about champion tier, right? Um, I would say like uh, Usman or, or, or Naganu are probably the ones that we're looking for. But is there or should we be happy with any of these? I, I mean, I would say you'd be ha- you'd be thrilled with any of them just because of the low probability of getting one. But mm. uh, just I'm just pulling up the, the moments list here, just so I have it in front of me. But yeah, so in terms of champion too. tier, I think that if you were going to rank the ones for champion tier, I think that you're you're probably bang on that you're looking at uh, Francis Ngannou and Kamaru Usman as the most valuable. I'd say Cyril Gaunt's probably the least valuable because he's not a champion anymore. Mm. Um, and Brandon Moreno as well. Brandon Moreno has since lost the belt. Uh, hmm. But Cyril Gunn was also just an interim champion, so I, I would say that he's probably had the lowest value of, of anybody uh, in, the, in the champion class. Uh, right. Again, just based on stock right now in, in, the, in the promotion. Um, and then if you're looking at the contender moments, I think your number one on your list, it might surprise people, but I think Hamza Shemaev uh, and Patty Pimblett are probably the two that people are going to be looking at the most just from a prospect standpoint. Um, and then I think Francis and Gandu would probably be with th- those would be the kind of the top three. Okay. So, so, so hold on in that contender tier, tier you said Shemaev and who? Who's the other Shemaev one? and Patty Pimblett. Like Patty Pimblett has this massive following. It seems like people are, are really gravitating towards him and think he's got real star potential. Um, so I think where that those, they, where are they, which, um, you know, actually, uh, I saw, we have the UFC strike account co-hosting right now. So this is a note for the team. I would love in these in these pack drop sheets. This is a request from LG here. If we had their actual um, weight category, that'd be really helpful, for, especially for people like me. That it's like I I've started to really enjoy UFC. I've learned so much even just since the first drop of these. But even for me, it kind of helps to be like, oh right, okay, that's someone who's who's uh, might be moving up the ranks in welterweight or in heavyweight or something like that. So just something I'd love to see that the weight uh, categories where for, for Pimblet and Shemaev, where are they, which, which, what, what categories are they in? What weight class? So Shemaev bounces between uh, welterweight and middleweight, but he's mostly at, at welterweight and uh, Pimblet is a, is a lightweight. Okay. Okay. And they, what, what are their prospects in terms of being champions? Well, I think Shamayev is going to compete for a championship either by the end of this year or and at the latest, the end of next year, if he keeps winning. Um, okay. He's somebody that is really this almost like a mythical creature at this point in time, because I think people, you know, if you if you were to put odds on him versus Israel, who fought this past weekend, like I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if at closing, 
Shamayev is favored in that fight. It's just hmm. just based on the aura around him right now. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this is just based on on betting odds. And I'm not saying that he should be the favorite, but I think that if you're looking at where the public money's going to go, I think that public money might come in enough on Shamayev to make him a favorite. And then against Usman, I mean, I think that he would probably be the closest in odds to face Usman since Usman's become the champion. So uh, I think that those are just two two fighters that on spec alone, people are going to really want to get their hands on. And then I think Tui Barsa and Yuri Prokashka are two other ones to look at as well that are kind of, uh, Prokashka is fighting for the title this year, could be the champion this year. And I think, like you mentioned, Tai Tuivasa, and I, I don't think it hurts that he knocks out Greg Hardy in this uh, in this moment, is uh, is somebody that uh, people are gravitating towards as well. Sorry, I'm just writing these down, man. These are like tips for me for later. So this is this is this is really valuable. Who did it, you it feels like we're having a conversation between the two of us right now, but you know there are people listening. You're like, um, just let me write this down. Uh, well, everybody should be listen, writing it down. I, I'm giving everybody. I, well, I want to tweet it later too. Just give like Aaron's tips or whatever here. So okay, you know, cool. set, right, set it you. in stone in case these guys all lose their next matches, and then we can. We were just you. talking very a little bit too quietly for my liking, there, LG. Like, you're, like, <laughs> like I was giving you some sort of like insider trading information. Let's keep it, this well, between it's not us. Inside, it's not inside <laughs> trading. It's a tip from the experts. Okay, listen, man. Like, v- very few people are going to know more about this stuff than you do. So, you know, we want to hear from you. Um, okay, we're, we're okay. Within, we're down. We're, we're yes, after a minute we're there here, within guys. a minute. Go ahead. So, here's the deal. All right, what are we thinking, Aaron? What are we thinking? People who line up for these packs, thirty thousand packs. You're only allowed to buy one. How many people will be in this queue? Because we will be asking for people to provide the highest possible queue number. Uh, or estimated time or whatever. Oh, I just got a I just got a great Q number. You got a Q number? Yeah. Mine I'm, still I'm says one minute queue. left. I'm already Whoa. in the Q. Influencer. Whoa, man. How's that even possible? Wow, he got fast track. Oh, no, okay, here here's where I am. I am number there is twenty three hundred people in front of me in line. Your estimated wait is less than forty eight minutes, is what it says. So which number what, are you, Phil? Sorry, which number? Twenty twenty three hundred. Okay. Oh wow. Congrats. That's yeah. great. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, I'm, I'm, other uh, people. I'm 1828, and I've got 37 minutes left, it says. Wow. You guys are doing well. Oh, my God. Okay. I've got number 13,264, so Whoa. I'm at 55 minutes. Um, and, and just a reminder, guys, if you are grabbing these packs, that once you hit open pack, this is not like Top Shot all day where you get to click on each moment one at a time. First of it all, might be now, experience. though. I know they were working oh. on that. You might you might want to find out about that before you, you say well, that definitively. Well, in the stress test yesterday, it wasn't, no, it, uh, Aaron. Okay, we, well, there you we go. We had people opening their packs, and they were still just a one-shot. Like, the music was mind-blowing. Um, I forgot what it said. That big siren. The that siren, off, man. Was, yeah. So, <laughs> I, hate that it, I hate that it all opens at once. They, I thought that's why they were delaying this. They were trying to fix that. They got to fix that. No. It's, it's important. I don't think that – I don't know if that's going to change, Aaron. That it, In the latest Discord post, it says that they will all open – but yeah, that's the reminder is that once it open pack, it begins the pot, the pack opening experience, which don't be alarmed. There's like a loud siren and all this animation, which honestly, I'm going to say that part's really, really cool. I want to see that for Top Shot and all day and any other NFT project. So if you're, if you're opening your pack while you're driving, don't worry about like you're not being <laughs> tailed by, by, the, by the popo, the five O aren't on your tail. Yeah, you might get a little freaked out. Um, but anyways, uh, that is uh, that's what's going to go down. Uh, you're going to get the experience, but then it will show you all three of your moments uh, and you won't get to click on them one at a time. So it's just going to display them. There might be issues while that happens. Of course, again, it's all in beta. So 
Uh, if the packing experience uh, crashes or something like that, you might have to just return to your page and it's just going to show you the NFTs you have. You won't be able to click on them, open them or anything like that. So just be aware things aren't perfect. Things are still being worked on, but it is getting there. Um, I've got a 55 minute queue timer. Folks in the audience listening, if you guys have your pack, not if you're high in the queue, but if you have your pack, which is only going to be about four people so far, but as you get your packs, send us a DM, send to me or Phil and let us know that you have your pack and that you want to come on spaces with us right now and narrate to us your pack opening. Like tell us which athletes you've got and which and, and how the pack opening is going. Okay. We want to hear from you. We want to share that experience with you guys. Um, and like I said, we're all going to be patient here. I'm, I'm moving up a couple spots at a time here. So it might be a little bit, even for you guys, uh, even for you, Aaron, who's number 1800 in line here. So um, yeah, we'll be a little bit patient. Uh, I'm, I'm going to report back any updates that we see from the UFC strike team as we get them. But so far, looks like the pack drop is on and that things are moving. And again, marketplace we're waiting on we don't know when that's going to happen hopefully sometime uh in the next couple of hours uh likely after the pack drop is done and again if you're joining us and, and you're waiting for john anik he will be joining us in just a little bit probably just in the next half hour or so um we had him uh, scheduled to come on for just a little bit after the pack drop mainly so we could you know have a great time doing the pack drop together and then and then get to him and chat to him about nfts and ufc and, and all that great stuff um okay boys we're in the queue we're waiting. Uh, let's go back to, to, to collecting strategy for the day. So, Aaron, are you, I mean, listen, you, you, if anybody should be out here collecting these, it should be you. Are you going for the full set today, which would include probably breaking the bank a bit for some of these legendary champion moments? I don't think I will be. I, I just don't think that I'm going to be that, especially the legendary moments. Like get, getting in on that ground floor, that's, you're talking about probably about 5K, I would think, to, to complete the set that you're going to get all the legendaries, maybe even more. It's true. We don't have any price projections for this. We don't have, we don't have any uh, really analysts or anything like that in the community like we do in Top Shot. So yeah, I would have liked to, them to, to open the marketplace yesterday, just so like you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. The huh? only issue with that, Aaron, we talked about this before, is that, you know, and I'm going to say this, you know, this is, I'm speaking the truth here. Business wise, you, you know, if I, if I'm running the business, I prefer it to open after these packs are gone. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, as a business decision, I find it a better business decision to have them, uh, the marketplace open after. So I don't know if yeah, that's I don't care about that though. I care about, I'm just telling you, man, standpoint. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to see both sides of the coin. I always do. So if I'm, if I'm running the business, I'd rather this thing open much later. Um, but I'm getting a lot of messages. Uh, well, hold on. A lot of people are questioning how LG became so knowledgeable in the UFC in the span of a week. That's one thing I'm getting. <laughs> people um, questioning. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious, man. People are asking me, look, no, tell me, look at this guy. Knows everything about the UFC now. <laughs> people are shocked, man. You did your homework like you were back in college. This is nuts. Um, <laughs> the highest Q number I've seen so far, and I always ask for screenshots because people just say, if you go in the actual... Uh, UFC strike discord. There's people saying there's 400,000 in front of them in line, like all sorts of nonsense. Right. But the highest I've seen so far is like 19,000 around, but there might be higher. I don't know. I haven't seen any others yet. I only have a few people that have messaged me with their, uh, with their spot in queue. It'd probably be nice to hear from someone who just got in the queue and, mm -hmm. uh, and see what they can do or what they, uh, or what they got. Right. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, um, I think what we can do in a couple minutes is get to a few people from the community um, as we're kind of like, uh, uh, waiting for people to kind of show up with their packs. And again, if you, if you have your pack, send us a message. And, and once you have your pack, we want you to come up and open it, but only once you have it. Um, 
you know, uh, everybody's in the queue. So having a high spot in the queue is we want more than that. We want it. We want it. We want you in your pack. Um, okay. So Aaron, you're not, you're, you know, might be a little tough to go for the legendaries. Are you going to at least try and get a full set of contender of the commons? Yeah, that, that's not off the table. I, again, I kind of need to see where the floor is at before I can make that determination. Hmm. What if, but, but hold on, what do you consider looking at the floor though? Like an hour after the marketplace opens a day, like a week, you know what I mean? Like, what are you consider like settling? And I think this is a good I think, advice for I think by the time, new. by the time the 25th rolls around, that's when I would probably know what I want to do. I, I don't know mm. if getting in early is, so either getting in early is going to be a great decision or a terrible decision. That's like, mm. that's kind of the way I'm looking at it is like, if you get in early and people are trying to like, and you see the floor starting to lower and lower and lower, maybe it's a good time. And you kind of wait for the floor to even out. Um, that's what I did. That's what I did yesterday with my all-star moments. Um, I got like two rising stars moments and I, I know they're going to be used for a Cade Cunningham challenge. So I was like, I want to sell them when the dust kind of settles. Cause I know people mm -hmm. are either going to sell them low or try to sell them high mm -hmm. right now. Let's just see where it kind of ends up at and then go from there. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's what I did with those moments this morning. I waited yeah, until no. this morning to see. I mean, that's a good call, right? Because we, you know, that's, it's also, you know, we always say that some of the best ways to look at some of these NFTs, especially things in the dapper environment like Top Shot, is to think, think a little bit further ahead, right? So we know that um, Marketplace is going to be open, opening and a lot of people are going to try and buy stuff right away because it's really exciting to be able to try and get some of these legendaries, comments, whatever, but that there's a huge incentive for people to spend $500 net before the 25th so we are you know it, we are going to kick off into a pretty high activity period of the marketplace and that the natural assumption would be that after the 25th after the adesanya challenge is over that prices will drop because people won't have the incentive to spend anymore right so if you're looking at complete full sets that actually you know for long term and not so for the 500 dollars spend that's when it might make the most sense however what i will say is that do not forget who we are dealing with, Dapper Labs, masters of this stuff, always with tricks up their sleeve. You never know what kind of extra surprises are going to be in store. And I'm saying this, I literally don't know anything, okay? Like, we're just doing this for fun. We put this in the Twitter thread. Like, we're not we're not being paid by UFC Strike or anything like that. Like, we're just, we're doing this for fun. We're doing this because hey, we like UFC. We're passionate about this product, and we like to do this kind of stuff. And we like to, again, accessible uh, NFT projects is the kind of stuff that we want to talk about and 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 uh, cover. But what I'm saying is that don't forget what happened after the first drop. Everybody who bought a pack got a free fifty dollars credit, so everybody basically got it for free. I don't know if that's going to happen here. I don't know how how that would happen, but I'm just saying clearly these guys are setting the tone in terms of rewarding collectors and rewarding people that are a part of the product. So you know, I would I would expect a lot more action. Um, either between now and the end of the Adesanya challenge or immediately after. Uh, I, I, I would hope that at least they have some really cool stuff lined up. Um, so that's that's my thoughts there. Phil, do you do you concur with that? You know, being somebody who's the theory master in our in our in our group. Uh, what what was the question exactly? I, I'm trying to onboard people with packs here. Hold on a second, LG. Oh my I'm, god! No, hold on. Hey, listen. There's a lot of people with packs, man. They <laughs> want to get on. I'm I'm doing the customer service on the side. Oh yeah, here. that's okay. okay yeah. Uh, People have been wanting to open packs with us for a really long time. So I'm just trying to bring in three people here uh, okay. that will have packs. Simon, we'll get to you in just one second. LG, just repeat that for me because I do want to answer. The question that. for you, Phil, is, you know, what I'm saying is I'm trying to predict market behavior, right? So people are going to spend, get the Adesanya moment. And naturally, once that challenge is done, prices will probably dip a little bit because then there's less utility. But do you think Dapper, UFC, do you think that more tricks up their sleeves in terms of like rewarding collectors, other challenges, all that type of stuff? 
it sure looks like they're moving faster than say, well, I mean, you can't say that about the NFL because it's closed beta, but yeah, for sure, man, it looks like it. The fact that we already have a challenge uh, mm-hmm. before the first series uh, sold all their packs is great. And for sure, I think mm-hmm. something else is coming, but it's a natural reaction from the market that as soon as that timer ends for, 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 for the style bender challenge, mm-hmm. it, that's it. The prices will tank almost right away unless something else is uh, announced before that. Got it. But I mean, you're, it's not like you're spending your money on nothing here if you're trying to collect all the commons or even some champion tiers early because it's getting mm-hmm. you that extra NFT, right? So it's not all for naught. And then you still get to keep them. But naturally speaking, I think we'll see two things. I think we'll see when that marketplace opens, there's so many new people to NFTs. We're going to see some major deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be swept up in two seconds, depending on well, how the marketplace works. I've got sirens, guys. I've got sirens. You're opening your pack already? Yeah, I've got sirens, baby. Whoa, man. Oh, okay. Let's Where are you at, Phil? I'm sure you're almost uh, almost. Hold on. Before you do that, before you do that, I'll just let you know an update from the queue. It wasn't moving much, but now we're getting that out of control escalator uh, effect again, (laughs) where it is just like, it is zooming (laughs) through like hundreds of numbers at a time on mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm in the escalator queue right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird and like, like, nope, just disturbing (laughs) analogy out of control escalator. (laughs) All right. Well, it is, man. Have you seen that meme or not that meme, that video of that escalator going down or jumping off? It's a terrible thing. Like, that's not really it. It's not like I'm ready to open. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. And we've got a couple people as well that are going to open after that. I brought them up. Excellent. Yeah. And just a reminder we should have John on in about in the next 20 minutes. Whoa! I love it. I love the pack opening experience. Am I allowed to get back in queue after? Yes, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if you are, but it, oh, that will be the next thing we need you, you to, try, to try. Right, I got a pretty big, uh, pretty solid pack. Actually, I got uh, Dan Ige. Uh, it's two one nine eight, so four four digits. I got Cyril Gon, who I think is one of the better. Uh, com- uh, I guess com- contender moments as they're called, and I got a Hamza Shemaev who I'd mentioned earlier is uh, one of the ones that I think is wow. going to have a lot of value. Oh, Although I've nice. noticed the mint, did the mint count go up? Wasn't that twenty two thousand before? Because it's now two three nine seven zero. Is that what it always was? Um, what is it? What did Google you say? Was that I have? Yes. What is two three nine seven zero? Okay, twenty three nine seventy is what I have okay. on. The Google I thought it was twenty two thousand. Maybe I'm getting my no. day mints confused. No, it's twenty three nine seventy. Is the is the max on these? Okay, cool. Yeah, the, those are mine. That's what I got. Amazing. So, so I, okay. now have, well, I now have uh, one Chimaev moment. I've got one Patty Pimblet moment, one Tuivasa. Um, my gone moment seems to have disappeared. It, it, my gone moment is gone. It's like not oh. in my collection for some reason. Oh, oh. I'm, sure it'll, I'm sure it'll show up, man. I'm sure it'll show up. <laughs> Phil, you're right. You, Phil, you're right. No, it is gone. like crazy. Cyril gone is Aaron, gone. No, I relax, guess my new, man. My Listen, new ones are You've been doing NFTs for a year, dude. You know Whoa. how this thing goes, okay? <laughs> now, my new ones just all aren't there. I got confused. Well, I actually have two Shamaya moments and two EJ moments now. There we go. Hey, that's good, I'm man. Maybe worried. I'll get a refund too, right? Yeah, maybe I got lost in the ether. I'll get another refund, another pack, a legendary uh, airdrop to me, and we can all call it a day. Aaron, Aaron, if it's not showing up in your UFC Strike wallet, don't forget, you can also go look at your Dapper wallet. So you can go to meet.dapper or meetdapper.com or something like that uh, to actually go to your Dapper wallet. And then that's a really good piece of advice as well for anybody who's joining right now, anybody who's new to this. If you want to see your NFTs, you have them obviously in your UFC Strike account. So when you're on the site, you're looking at them, you go to my collection in the top right and you click on them, you see all of them, that's great. But also these are actually in a, a different, it's not a UFC Strike wallet. It's something called the Dapper wallet. And the Dapper wallet 
connects to NBA Top Shot. It connects to uh, you, um, NFL All Day. It connects to Genies. It connects to On Gaia for Ballers, Players Lounge probably plenty of other projects to come. So it's kind of a wallet, a centralized wallet like for that connects to all these different things. So you can go to meetdapper.com and sign in there with your wallet, same wallet, and you'll be able to, if you go to like inventory, well, it'll show you your balance and stuff, but you can go to inventory and it'll show you all your NFTs and you can you can filter them by UFC strikes. So you should, if anything, they might show up there a little bit faster, Aaron, than they would in your UFC strike. Yeah, my, my gone is no longer gone. It is in the uh, the Dapper wallet. <laughs> oh, I like you're taking oh. you're taking the cue from you're taking some notes from Filthy here in terms of being angry and ranting. <laughs> full when panic aren't, mode. Aren't, yeah, full panic mode. Okay, I'm not even kidding. I'm looking at the cue right now, and it is like. It is like a fast countdown. Like it is, <laughs> like it is, like it's like it's like literally a hundred numbers per second that's going down. So people are rifling through. Um, also getting well. Here's the deal. Hold on. Breaking okay, news. Okay, just went up like three thousand. And oh, I, news. Phil, I, no, no, no. Hold on, Phil. I have to confirm something. Wow. One, two things to confirm, Aaron. It has always been twenty three nine seventy, twenty three thousand nine seventy for the mint count. And yes, you can get back in line. Got official word from you from the UFC strike crew. You can get back in line, no problem. Yeah, I'm back in. I'm at twenty four, sorry, twenty three thousand four fifty one. So I, I don't think I'm going to get another one, but we'll see. Well, maybe, maybe some people get to the front of the line and and get nervous and decide not to spend fifty bucks. So it happens. It happens sometimes. Um, Phil, should we uh, should we get to some some other pack openings? Yeah, for sure. We've got some other people up here, and you know what, Aaron? It says that there's twenty four thousand packs left. So I don't know where you are in the queue. I think you're going to get another one, man. To be honest, hey, nice. If you look at the amount of packs left, if that's accurate and it seems to be moving as you refresh the page, uh, you'll be able to get another pack as long as when you get to the front it doesn't tell you max one per person or something like that. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got Simon up here. He's got a pack. Simon, what's going on, man? Yo, what's up, guys? Yo, dude, you you've got your pack, <laughs> right? You want to rip that thing with the siren and everything? <laughs> yep. uh, I don't know if you will be able to uh, hear it, but let me try. Um, All good, man. If any, if you if we can't hear it on here, you have to do the siren noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, all right. I'm gonna try. <laughs> Is this your first UFC uh, strike pack, Simon? No, no, no. Um, uh, I draw. Uh, I went to the uh, the first uh, stress uh, test. Stress test. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. You only get the one pack last time, or did you get a few? I, I got one from the uh, stress test, one from the official drop. Uh, official drop. So I, I had two, got it. and now I got the third, uh, third one. Oh, great! Yeah, and and who's your? I mean, how how do you kind of? What's your UFC fandom like? Like, do you have a favorite athlete, fighter? Are you are you like what's? How do you who you currently love right now? Uh, there's no favorite. I would say that maybe to watch would be, uh, uh, I don't know how to say his name, but, uh, Jiri, Jiri, I don't like the, the guy in uh, light heavyweight, Jiri pro, pro something. Jiri pro Kaska. Yeah, exactly. This guy, uh, this would, this would be maybe my favorite to watch. And, uh, of course, Hamza, but favorite fighter. No, not for now. Okay. That's Um, okay, man. Before <laughs> people are gonna hate me, but before it was uh, McGregor. But no, I man, not... that's no, no. Listen, Why that's that a, a pop. That's still popular, man. Yeah, yeah nothing... no, I know, but I mean, his name is a bit uh, fucked right now. <laughs> he's, he's not well, really the good guy anymore. So Simon, know. but on a level of one to ten, if you if the next drop said there was a Conor McGregor moment in it, oh, how how, how, how would oh. you rate that? In terms how many of people would show up for that? 
everyone would show up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's we, like I said, there may or may not have been a possible leak on one of our shows a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're not going to name names at this point because it was too long ago that there yeah. th- that might be in the plans, maybe not anytime what? soon. And I'm sure it is. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, you, one of your one of your listen, good buddies that loves no, to join our show late night was mentioned. Listen, for anybody just joining, you have to understand how the the dynamic here between myself, LG from the first minute, LG here from the first minute account, and my actual brother, the real Phil D with the green alien ballers, is that I'm more the straight shooter trying to give you guys a really helpful information. Phil is the theory master, okay? Like things that come from his account may or may not be true. Okay, and he's he's just trying to get people excited, which is always helpful, but sometimes uh yeah, who knows? <laughs> okay, Simon. Let's let's yes. open that pack, man. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh, open pirates. I love the pack opening experience. There it is. Yeah. It's fucking strong. It's loud. It is very loud. Great work. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, I got a double, but it's okay. Uh, I have. I got Justin Gagey. Um, which is good. I got Edson Bar- uh, Barbosa, and I got uh, the Italian Di Chirico. Nice. So yeah. You gotta, so, so which one of those did you already have? Uh, Di Chirico. Di Chirico. Okay. Uh, Aaron, how would you rate that pack? So I go through them again. Yeah, Di, Di Chirico, uh, Justin Gagey, and Edson Barbosa. That's pretty good. Justin Gagey, I think, is uh, one of the better. Uh, contender yeah, moments that sure. you, you can for get sure. at the time. Any low numbers? Uh, not really. I, um, I, I got Di Chirico at 8,000, 12,000 for uh, Justin Gagey, and 18 for uh, Edson. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Great, man. Simon, but, um, I, I'm, just, I'm just looking at your profile here, and I love what it says in your profile. It says UFC Strike Addict. Already, yeah, you got the bro. marketplace gonna... being open, man. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, that was pretty quick. Yeah, I'm gonna get all those moments for sure. See, there I've been watching USC since I was like 12 years old, so I'm nice. a big, big fan. Uh, I'm 27 right now. Um, so when they announced, like, I, I joined first of all, I joined NBA Top Shot uh, in uh, April, no, in February, sorry. And uh, when I, I was looking at the flow at blockchain, I saw the UFC logo and I was so hyped. And yeah. now it is there, so I'm very happy. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, and that's like Aaron said, you know, that it's like that that partnership's been in play for a while now. So it's, yeah. it's great to finally be here and for it to finally be coming out and see people like you, you know, real fans of UFC, um, you know, really, really attracted to the product. Are you are you going to be going like, you know, it's not it's not inexpensive to go for the yeah. Adesanya <laughs> challenge. Are you are you going to be doing it? I'm going to try, to try it. I don't have the money in my uh, wallet right now, but I'm going to okay. try it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. So, Great. just in case you guys want to know, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I bought two other packs before. So, my best moment that I got was uh, Patty Pimblet. I got it at 5K uh, serial number. Oh, cool. So I was pretty happy with that. Great. And uh, I got Lewis at 3K, but un- unfortunately, he lost to Ty. So, it is what it is. But, Simon, be honest. If Aaron hadn't just made the comments that Patty Pimblett is one of the ones to get, would you have oh, mentioned sure. that moment here today? Or yeah, is that was, when you found was, out today? I was watching him uh, fight in uh, Cage Warrior. I'm a, like I said, I'm not a casual fan. I'm a big, big MMA fan. So, That's awesome, uh, I was man. Watching, yeah, yeah. I was watching Very Connor cool. in Cage Warrior. I was watching now P- uh, Patty Pimblett in, in Cage Warrior. 
uh, for maybe two years. Uh, and now that he's in the UFC, it's, it's really great. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the comment that Aaron uh, made did not change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Final. Hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. No, no, I know. I know. Awesome. I know. Awesome. Congrats so, on congrats on the pack. Do you think you're getting another one? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm gonna try to join the the queue again just to see what's the number. But I'm not gonna buy another one. I'm gonna wait uh, with my money in the uh, marketplace when they go when it's gonna drop. Uh, I guess nice. tonight or I don't know. Nah, good move, man. Awesome. Well, congrats Thank and thanks for coming up here and uh, and opening your pack with us. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Simon. Good to chat with you, man. Yes. You know what the pack OG. opening reminds me of? You guys are you guys are Canucks, right? So here, this is what it reminds oh, yeah. me of. You know what this is? Is that the song? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Whoa! What is going oh, on, Aaron? You are so Canadian, man. Wow. Aaron, Aaron's had his third coffee. He's ripping today, man. He's having a great time. That, that sounds more like the start of, like, a Magic Mike show or something. <laughs> I'm sure Sloan wouldn't appreciate that. How do you, you don't know that song, Phil? Come on. What do you no, I don't. Phil I, listens Aaron, to, like, Drake and Bieber and stuff, man. He doesn't Aaron, listen to Sloan. Aaron, listen, man. I, I did not throw cards at the wall in elementary school, and I do not know that song with that siren. I'm sorry, man. You can't call yourself a Canadian not know Money City Maniac by Sloan. I like the Tragically Hip. Does that count? <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Do we have time um, for one more uh, yeah, LG that I brought up? More. Yeah, we, we are expecting John pretty soon, and I'm almost okay. at the front of the queue. But yeah, let's let's get another one in. Okay. Quick, and then uh, hopefully we'll have John on, and we can um, we can chat with him because you know that's that's the main event. We want to chat with John Anik and and get his thoughts on the on the product and 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 what we should be collecting. Okay, so I'm going to bring up people that have messaged me. I, I couldn't get to all the messages. There's a ton of them wanting to open packs. Uh, but the last one I saw and asked them to come up here is the Godfather. The Godfather, are you there, man? Uh, yeah, I'm right here. Yo, what's good, man? What's good, Ryan? Just right here at work, uh, trying to get this pack at over. work. <laughs> okay, describe to us the scene. Like, what you don't have to tell us where you work or, or what it is you do, but is this the type of thing where you have to kind of go hide in either the lunchroom and your car, uh, in a boardroom like I do all the time? <laughs> I kind of have my own office, so. Wow, I'm by, nice. I'm by myself right now. There we go. That's for awesome, that. man. <laughs> All right, let me get this pack opened. Oh, I love that siren. <laughs> is that the Sloan song or is it's that Aaron's the favorite song? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sloan can play at the the UFC strike get together if that ever happens, Aaron. All right, the All Godfather. Right. How many packs do you have already, the Godfather? Like have you got you get uh, in on the, the main drop and stress test and stuff? Uh, I've tried to, but uh, only been su- successful once. Okay, so you have one pack. You have one of the packs yeah, so one, far. One pack, and then the what was it? They gave us a free. Uh, what is it, Francis uh, Ngano? Uh We got a free pack. We I don't think we have. Yeah, I think did people get a Nagano for free, or did, I think they gave you a pack with, and maybe he was in it. Well, well, he, he has a moment. He has a right. moment. So yeah, yeah, it would make sense. And are you hoping, um, the Godfather, are you hoping for anybody really specific in here? Uh, I was hoping for, I'm going blank right now, but uh, what's his name? Uh, the purple hair guy. Skinny guy. Aaron. 
Sean O'Malley, I think. O'Malley, yeah, for sure. O'Malley, O'Malley, yeah. O'Malley yeah, for he, sure, man. He doesn't have a moment yet. No, that'll explode too when he does, I think. Not as big as Connor would, but obviously that'll, that'll get pretty big. He's pretty popular. He does have his own PFP yeah. project on OpenSea if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is no, bad, man. We want we want him in the in in the octagon. We want him here. Yeah. So the three guys I got were uh, Car France, seventeen hundred. That's a uh, seventeen thousand. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Ige. I'm not sure. Dan Ige. Ige. Uh, twenty one thousand, and then uh. Oh, these guys have uh, uh, G A E T H J E Gaethje. That's a good poll. Gaethje yeah. is a good poll. Yeah. yeah. So those are the three guys I got. Oh, and uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the guy who fought this weekend. He's fun to watch too. Tui Vasa. Yes, the Shui. Yeah. So yeah, watched his last two fights, and it's pretty exciting to watch. Awesome, man. Uh, the Godfather, you, back to, oh, I was going to ask: Are you are you going to be active on the marketplace? Are you keen to to grab any other uh, any others here? I'm thinking about it. I just got the the candy drop today, also. So, oh. I'm uh, seeing what, how these prices are going to look for uh, <laughs> how inflated they're going to be. <laughs> That's right, right on. Well, the Godfather, good to talk to you, man. Congrats on your pack, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in the marketplace. Maybe see you in the next queue. Well, I appreciate it. Y'all take it easy. Thanks, okay. Godfather. I see the Godfather of MMA commentaries here. <laughs> That's yeah. right. So, um, anyways, thanks for everybody who who called in, who put their hand up to chat. Um, and if you're still in the queue, just a quick level set. Uh, looks like there's about 20,000 people in the queue and about 17,500 packs left. So, you may still have a chance at a pack. I just got my first pack, and, and I believe Phil and Aaron did. Uh, now we're going to shift focus a little bit. We have John Anik, which if you're a UFC fan, you definitely know who he is, joining us on Spaces. John, um, how are you doing today, man? I'm very excited. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, we're great, dude. We're great. Are you, like, even before we dive into it, I need to know, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you know what's going on here with these NFTs? Well, I guess I would probably be somewhere in the middle. I can't profess to own any right now. Candidly, the broadcaster and me doing any audio thing on my phone, I'm just praying that the connection stays true. That's my first hurdle, right? That's my first orange cone is doing any content on my cellular telephone. But no, I'm excited to learn more. I will tell you that Daniel Cormier called me two years ago. And I knew, you know, what NFT was an acronym for. And he was like, dude, me, you and Rogan got to do something like right now. And I was like, hey, man, I got three kids. I got to call you right back. And uh, that was the extent of it. But certainly it piques my interest. Very cool. That's all right, man. And we're here. And just to kind of give you a little level set on who you're chatting with, uh, my name's LG, LG Doucette. Um, You know, I run the First Mint podcast along with my brother, uh, Phil Doucette, the real Phil D who's co-hosting. He's got the he's got the little green alien ballers as his profile photo. Um, so we kind of do shows here at First Mint, cover all things sports entertainment um, and, and very much very keen to be covering UFC and UFC Strike today um, and having you on. And then we also have uh, Aaron from TSN in Canada, who uh, is pretty much the go-to reporter in Canada for anything UFC joining us as well. We've been on for about an hour covering this drop in NFTs. I'll tell you right now, John, just to kind of give you a little background, few things are more exciting than the actual drop. Because basically what you got to do, you got to wait in line and then you got to wait in a queue 
and then you get to the front, you get to buy your pack, and then you open your pack. And that's obviously the most exciting part is you get to see what you have. So you're joining us, you know, kind of near the tail end of one of the most exciting parts that happens across all NFTs. So you're here at a good time. You know, it sounds like it. And I was sort of poking around today, and I think there were 29,855 people in front of me at one point. But no, I mean, it's <laughs> exciting, right? I can certainly get behind it as a kid who, who grew up you know, going to card shows and I was a huge baseball card guy. Um, so this is definitely ringing true with me and, uh, I'm excited to eventually get in the game. Do you still have any trading cards? Do you have any physicals still? Oh yeah. Right behind me. And, um, we're not on video right now, but yes, I still have some, I guess I sort of wonder what to do with them at some time. And I, I used to work for a sports radio station, so I'm surrounded by sports memorabilia. Um, I guess my most prized autograph is probably Bill Russell. Um, and of course it's sun faded oh. now, but you know, sometimes I struggle with what to do with the volume of sports memorabilia that I have. Um, mm. cause I don't have this amazing office and in Florida, I don't have a basement. Um, but I have a pretty big appetite for it and always have. Well, I mean, sounds like NFTs might be the right thing for you, right? Because it's like we spend so much time on our phones and digitally anyways, right? And even UFC, right? It's something you consume. Uh, most people are going to be, you know, these days are watching their, their uh, streaming it on whatever service or, or might be watching on their phones or whatever and, and sharing on social, right? Even all the players have, or the athletes have their own social media presences that for me, it's always made sense that a lot of the stuff should shift to, to NFTs because then, you know, you don't have to worry about your problem, which is like boxes maybe of, of actual... Right collector items right so right. and it's nifty but also the most exciting part and, and the kind of level setting here for anybody who's just joining and is getting introduced to nfts which again we love ufc strike as a, as a great starting point for people is that later today the ufc strike marketplace is going to open and that what's really fun there is that it gives people immediate liquidity for uh their their collectibles whether they want to keep them whether they pull like if if they pull a Tuivasa and what they really want is Naganu, they can go do that. They can sell the Tuivasa, go grab a Naganu, maybe a bit of a price difference, but it gives that immediate liquidity. Whereas like trading cards is a little is a little more challenging, right? It's a little harder to do that. You got to grade it, all that stuff. So this is a great kind of elevated uh, version of that. Let's say. I got to admit, you know, a lot of my ignorance, I think, is rooted in the drop and all the bells and whistles that come along <laughs> with this. You know, um, and candidly, I wish I kind of like devoted my day around this so there weren't 29,800 people in front of me right now. <laughs> That's okay, man. I'm sure the UFC strike can hook you up or something, man. Come okay. on. We got right. to be able strings, you know. People at Dapper, which is a company that, you know, is behind UFC strike, like you guys got to be able to hook John up. If anybody, I think it's okay if he gets a few extra packs. Um, you know, just for him and for anybody who's listening, we have some extra packs for you guys as well. So we're just putting out right now a little Twitter contest, which you guys got to do. And I'm just tweeting it now from the first minute account. What you guys got to do, you got to retweet the tweet that features um, this spaces right now. And you want to tag your favorite UFC athlete and come in, come in here and hang. And we're going to be giving out some packs in a little bit, um, you know, to people that have kind of followed that stuff. So, so come on in and chill. Uh, John, we have tons of we have tons of great athletes that are in this drop, a huge list, different tiers. From your standpoint, and, and I'm asking this is like, I'm 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 on uh, you know uh, I watch the big events, but I've been getting more into UFC through uh, this product through the last couple of weeks through my brother Phil D, who's been fantastic for kind of educating me. You're the expert. You and Aaron are the experts. Who who do I want? Who who are the who are the 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 not just the LeBrons, right? We're coming from to be a top shot in the past, but also the up and comers. Who are the future mega stars here in the UFC currently that we might want to look for in these moments? 
You know, it's always interesting to me when people worry about the star power in the UFC and certainly as a play-by-play announcer, Mm. a huge part of my job is humanizing the talent but helping the promotion build stars. And thankfully, uh, they do a great job signing athletes that are easy to promote. But Patty Pimblett has gotten so much shine and rightfully so. And I just think so many of us Americans, and I know we have a lot of international people in theory listening, but so many of us Americans are just so obsessed with this scouser sound and attitude and these Liverpudlians just strike a chord with us. And I think it is something that goes without saying that he's a star, but I think kind of lost in the shuffle, you know, is Ian Gary, another guy who made his UFC debut last year and another guy that I think has a lot of potential. I, You know, Mason Jones is another name that, you know, people aren't necessarily talking about, you know. So I think there's a lot of talent overseas, certainly in Europe. And I think because of COVID-19, some of it has maybe gotten lost in the shuffle. Um so I'm excited when we have more normalcy to see some of those guys get showcased. But it was a huge year for UFC newcomers 2021. Absolutely. Do you think, like, and we were chatting about this with Aaron earlier, um, you know, we, 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 see, we have a lot of different NFT marketplaces, right? And the main one that most of us know is NBA Top Shot, where it's like, you know, there's a clear hierarchy of like, yes, LeBron is the most expensive or the most popular. And then you've got Steph right. Curry and Kevin Durant. And then it's like, occasionally you'll have like, oh, you know, hey, this rookie's playing really, really well right now, like Scotty Barnes or Kate Cunningham. It's like their, their moments will go up in value if they do better. Right. Um, but in UFC, it's like it's like, uh, you know, five minutes could change uh, uh, somebody's entire yeah. career. So do you anticipate here that it's like, you know, even even after this past weekend, like his as Adesanya's um, let's call it like his his moments, if once they're out there on the marketplace, are they do they skyrocket after a victory like this past weekend? Well, they should. Right. Because sort of the collector in me would be in a forecasting mindset right and he's going to go down as one of the greatest mixed martial arts athletes of all time you know when Mm. he says put respect on his name Mm -hmm. i think largely that's rooted in people not giving his wins the credit they deserve and also the fact that maybe you have commentators like me that uh have lost track of his uh title defenses i say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek he wants us to credit him with an interim championship defense as an undisputed defense and i think i'm i'm about ready to do that but no i think historically even if this particular win um wasn't one that he put a capstone on with a finish um i think you know he's already a mount rushmore middleweight and has a great chance to to catch up to anderson silva so yes i mean i am chips in the center of the table on israel adesanya and certainly um as an investor of sorts if you want to call it that um i'm bullish on him well as a collector right it's just like it's it's a it's a more like fluid real-time collecting yeah with this Right. So it's more active. And I even wonder if it's something that I, I'm very curious how people are going to use this because it's something where it's like at the next UFC events, the marketplace will be open during the fights. Right. So oh, it's wow. like you might have like a knockout happens and immediately everybody goes to get who won or ditches who lost. Right. So it's, I'm <laughs> very curious to see it's going to add like a layer of like fandom. Right. To to what people can do, yeah. which is tremendous. Really? That's absolutely fascinating when you sort of put it in those terms. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of collector are you, John, with? I mean, with your, your collectibles, your trading cards, all that kind of stuff. Because we've got, um, I think we've got 25 kind of more common tier uh, moments here that are that are out, that are going to be out in this drop. And then we've also got 10 uh, more like rare legendary ones. Are you the kind of person who'd want to go out and be like, okay, I'm breaking the bank. I'm getting the whole set. I want every single one they got. Or are you the kind of person who's like, no, I'm only buying Naganu. Uh, out of Sanya, I'm only buying like the big names that I, that I love that I think are going to be all timers. 
You know, I hate to sort of sit the fence, I guess, forced to choose. I would probably say that I would look for something that is a little bit more rare, but I'm also the guy that has every ticket stub to every sporting event that I've ever attended and somebody who bemoans the fact that they won't give me a goddamn paper stub anymore. Um, So, you know, it's not that I would turn my nose up at the volume, but yeah, I think I would probably want to focus on those championship moments or those elite tier athletes. I mean, for me, like the greatest part of my job, LG, is Mm -hmm. when I see somebody break through and become a UFC champion for the first time, whether it's Mm -hmm. Jan Bohovic or Brandon Moreno or Glover Teixeira, Uh, So to me, you know, it's the champions and it's those moments when they break through that I think I would be trying to uh, to focus on. Would you want to display an NFT in your home? Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Did you see? I want to put my podcast behind me uh, and replace whatever (laughs) I have behind me right now. Awesome. Did you see? I mean, you saw the Adesanya like like uh, moment that they put around his neck or like the, the, the gold chain. Within on yes. the end, did you see that? You saw that, right? And he, yes. he had it at the press conference with um, with Whitaker, where he's like, "This yes. is a moment of me knocking him out last time." Yeah. What did you think of that? That's such a fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was incredible. The timing could have been better. It was the first time in my life I wanted a gold necklace. You know, I want that exact one. <laughs> Guys, because I get to have called the fight selfishly. You know, listen, UFC Strike, they're listening right now, and UFC guys. Next, you know, the next promo, right? The last time it was Naganu and Adesanya. Get John linked up. Get him a moment of just his best calls. Okay, let's now. No, no, hold on, hold on. I got to step in here, LG, because I don't know. You're, I know you've been studying your UFC lately, and I know you haven't been following for the longest time. Okay, you, yeah. you've admitted I'm this. Learning. I'm a student. But, I'm learning. Uh, I'm listen, learning. We, if there's one, if there's one moment of John, it's not any of his calls that we need in Uh-oh. in a little gold pendant. I don't know if you've seen it, LG, and you can Google this in two seconds. Here we go. If you wrote, if you write John Anik meme right now in Google. Okay. Meme? Yes, just write me, <laughs> and you will see what comes up because it has become one of the bigger cult meme followings in the entire world in history of memes. And I can't even tell you what fight is from. And maybe John, you can go through that a little bit. What has life been since that t- desk camera caught you, DC, and Joe and, and Joe Rogan uh, losing your minds at something that happened? I just can't remember what it's from. And what has life been since that happened? Well, it's crazy because the fight that it was from, I believe, and now there are so many of these. There are like three or four, I think. So there's a Rose Namajunas one for sure. But it was Benil Daryush rallying to beat Drakkar close. And the reason why our reaction was that way was because it looked like one guy was going to win and then the other guy won. And it was just pandemonium, you know. And certainly Rose Namajunas, when she beat Zhang Weili the first time, that was the second one that was repurposed. But my man. Not a show goes by that I don't have a relative or friend send me a new version of it with a different <laughs> caption. You know, um, so I we knew appreciate it. it. You know, um, and it's funny too because people say, "Oh, you're hamming up to the cameras," and uh, maybe I'm a little bit sensitive to that criticism because it just oh. couldn't be further from the truth. But there's a little tiny eye in front of Joe Rogan, and we have so much going on, like. What people don't realize is as soon as a knockout happens, you know, I got producers in my ear and we're moving on and they're telling me what to do and replays go to this guy. Like last thing I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about is a little camera in front of Joe Rogan, you know, but what are other people doing in that moment? You know, when I turn the question around on them, what are other people doing in that moment? Look at everybody behind us. They're going crazy. You know, like when Juliana Pena knocks out Amanda Nunes, you know, I look like a lunatic because I don't believe what I've just saw. So I think that's why DC called me about the NFT thing. Um, 
because he was like, dude, we got to do something with this. Um, so maybe we can get Rogan on board. I have his new cell phone number. So, But oh, you're actually you right. You're actually right, though. If you look at in every single one of them, if you look at the people, it's not like you guys are putting on a show every time. The people in the back have the exact same reaction. <laughs> every mouth is open. <laughs> but But now you guys have started this whole trend of desk cameras. We're seeing them everywhere, man. I've seen them in European sports. Uh, I've seen them in, in other um, telecasts. I've seen them just about everywhere ever since this came out. But I think you have the right fight when you said it was a Dariush fight. I think that's where it started. I tried to do a bit of research here. Uh, but it, it's become like, it's it's nuts, man. And you said it. You've got people sending you this, family members, after every single fight or every um, every show on TV. So I think that would have to be your golden moment, John, in the pendant. It would have to be something <laughs> like that for the three of you. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, Phil, Phil D., I have nothing to add. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I really do. I think that, and it's special. It really is, you know. Um, and what a way to sort of just sort of immortalize, um, that particular moment. It's a great job. It really is, you know, and we feed off of the energy from the fans, even the ones that aren't in the building, you know, it's like, I get so much confidence and inspiration from this fan base and, um, you know, hopefully it translates. Love that. John, how do you think that they're going to take to NFTs, the fan base? Well, it's like I'm not like faking my enthusiasm, right? So I would think a lot of people, you know, if you can replace your ignorance with a little information and education, uh, I think could sort of be cut from the same cloth that I am. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot about it. And I think if you invest a little bit of time, as I did on the website UFC Strike this morning, um, it's fascinating. It really is. And I don't know that. I mean, I, I sound like a guy who uh, gets his cut, his check cut by the promotion when I say this, but I'm not sure that any sport um, is a better alignment for this than, than mixed martial arts and the UFC, because to your point, yeah. it's like careers change on a dime. And in terms of incredible seminal moments that are unique, um, the UFC produces more of them, I think, than any sports league. I, see, that's the thing. That's that's where I think there is really so much, this tremendous potential for this. Because again, coming from, you know, a, a lot of our, our community and our audience, like, we, you know, we came out of NBA Top Shot. And Top Shot, totally, there's really signature moments, right? Like the, even last year's finals, like the alley-oop, Drew Holiday to Giannis, right? It's just like a beautiful, you know, that was like such a ceiling uh, moment. Uh, further in the past, there's like LeBron, the LeBlanc uh maybe in the future we'll get jordan moments who knows right there's signature moments but at the end of the day stuff that's coming out all the time it's like we also do have like a um you know an ish smith assist in the middle of the season which is fine it's it they top shot's done a tremendous job in terms of bringing to bringing together really great plays like really fascinating plays but inevitably they're they might be from games that in the long scheme don't matter as much whereas ufc it's like all these moments are signature moments like these are like you're going to end up with the absolute best moments from every athlete's career in the end. Like there will be no, you know, there won't be any mild ones. They're all going to be great. And you get to own the ones that literally, even for you, John, have created a meme. Like what, like, like what, sorry, sorry. That one, that's from UFC 248. What was that reaction to? Forgive my ignorance, but that meme specifically. Yeah, so that one was Benil Dariush looked like he was going to lose to to Drakkar close, and then he rallied and he finished Drakkar. And our sport has a lot of that, right, where you have guys historically – I mean, I remember, you know, Czech Congo against Pat Barry, but you have these results where some dude, like, has already – 
probably been concussed, you know, and he comes back to knock the other guy out, right? And I'm a sports fan at my core right now. I'm also charged with providing the soundtrack for this moment. And, you know, some are better than others because it's just insanity, right? And you're trying to also provide something thoughtful that will withstand the test of time. But yes, this was a big pay-per-view, uh, obviously with a crowd and it was a comeback, you know, it was a rally. It was an outcome that sort of turned on a dime and uh, immortalized forever, I guess, because of the reality, you know, but, but I, I like to give Benil Daryush a little shine because, um, you know, there shouldn't be more shine on the announcers than the fighter ever. And I think in that fight, you know, there was maybe. Well, hey, man, everybody in the UFC community and, and even our community here, I think, really appreciates you. They'd want to see some moments from you. So give yourself a little bit of credit, man. Obviously, from everything I've heard and everything I've been learning, you, you do tremendous work um, and, and people really appreciate, uh, you know, hearing your voice on a, on a regular basis in UFC. So we definitely want some moments for you, uh, but agree also, you know, we want to, we want to focus on, on the athletes, on the fighters. Um, okay, it's time to test your knowledge a little bit, John. Now we talk about a little bit more about the business of, of, of NFTs. And I do want to circle back around at the end to talk specifically UFC, um, you know, when we get closer to wrapping up. But um, you're going to assume you said you're about midway through in terms of understanding, you know, uh, what NFTs are and, and you don't have any yet. I'm not going to play trivia with you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, we'll do a little bit of true or false. Okay. For a couple facts. Okay. 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 I'm just, I, I just, it. I just want you to, I want, I want to help you understand and maybe help a lot of people here understand. Um, just how tremendous NFTs are and, and to which level they have reached, let's say. So you give me, I'm going to give you a fact and you tell me if it's true or false. Got it. Okay. Yep. Last month on the marketplace, on the Ethereum marketplace named OpenSea, there were over $1 billion in volume of sales. True or false? That's a lot of sales. I'll say true. Yes, correct. It's actually five billion of volume. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're one and oh, baby. One and oh. Baby. <laughs> Phil, sorry, I'm stealing your show here with some impromptu trivia. Um, Dude, I love it, man. <laughs> Even Phil's discovery. Okay, now back in our in our in our backyard, NBA Top Shot. True or false? NBA Top Shot has done over 500 million in sales lifetime. Oh, just people buying and people buying NBA moments. This is NBA moments. That has to be true. I, I, I've, I've read some big numbers being floated around. That has to be true. It's it, you are correct. It's 900. And, it's almost yeah. 915. Million. Let's go. They're close to. Let's they're close go. to a billion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, okay. Last one. All right. True or false, Kevin Durant has personally curated moments for NBA Top Shot. You know, I I know about a lot of what LeBron, man, that dude moves the needle. Uh, I, I guess I'll say true. You know, I associate <laughs> LeBron with a lot of this. I'll say true, and we'll try to close it out three and zero, LG. You're right. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, I'm only giving positives here, <laughs> but yes, know, he has. Right. it recently happened. I just I was just trying to find a creative way to tell you like what's going on these days. You know, so right. um, yeah, yeah. Okay, true or false? There is an NFL All Day moment of Tom Brady's final sack where he got sacked. 
oh, there has to be a marketplace for that. <laughs> I don't know if there is. There's one of his final touchdown, but I'll have to double check with Bill. Do you know if there's an actual one of him getting sacked? I don't think so. I think it's false. No, man. How, how did you just come up with that right now? I just made it up. I just, listen, Phil, I you're, love the, you're the trivia master, so I got to I got to I got to prompt Phil more here. <laughs> I'm not good at this. You didn't well, t- listen, LG. Is- there are a lot Go ahead, of people, John. fellas, that are very excited that, that Tom Brady is not going to be in any more Super Bowls. So I wouldn't <laughs> at all be surprised if somebody wants to see him getting sacked like that. Yeah. Uh, it it uh, didn't happen too many times in his career. So it would be a pretty rare moment, that's for sure, right? You so, know who sacked him once? You know who sacked him once? is UFC heavyweight Greg Hardy. How about that? Yes. Oh. That's, yay, there's some trivia. You should have thrown some trivia right back at us. Yeah. LG would have failed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give me a break, man. I'm trying my best here. Okay, just try to keep together. Make sure people know what they're doing at NFTs. Feel like they're having a good time. Um, anyways, uh, so John, let's let's shift back to UFC. I, I do want to chat again, community, and something that we like to talk about a lot at the first minute and in general um, here is is the sense of community. What is what I think a lot of people miss about NFTs is that once you kind of get into it and you kind of get over the learning hump. Um, the first thing you're going to do is join uh, what's called a Discord. I don't know if you know what Discord is. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a like a chat um, app, but where that's specific to certain topics. So even First Mint, we have our own like little Discord that has a couple hundred people in it. That's kind of like a closed group where we just we chat different topics. And UFC Strike has a Discord as well where they post announcements about the projects, and and everybody can go join and follow along and chat with each other. One of the most important things you need to do in NFTs is, is join a community because that's where you're going to get people that are going to help you get set up with your wallet, uh, help you understand the value of your NFTs, help chat trading strategy. You'll, you'll make friends. Phil and I, um, that's how we got connected with Aaron, right? That We didn't know him a year ago, but we connected through DMs, through Top Shot, and now we're doing the show with him. We've connected with thousands of fantastic people um, everywhere, and that's, that's what we recommend to people. Can you give me a bit of a parallel for the for the UFC community? Because again, it's a community I'm new to, but from what I understand, like it is on the same level in terms of its engagement and in terms of, of people uh, really being so open and, and kind to each other. I love to hear it because I've been trying to bottle a chat that I used to do for ESPN Sports Nation, ESPN.com for years, and we hmm. still haven't been able to strike the right chord. You know, I used to do a chat for ESPN.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. right after we would shoot MMA Live. This was when mixed martial arts was only really starting to gain traction in the U.S. Um, 2008, 2009, 2010. And 15 years later, you know, people still bring up that chat and wish there was some type of similar format where we could have the back and forth, you know. Um, so that's very cool to hear. You know, I think Twitter in a lot of respects um, – is able to check some of those boxes, but I, I, it's not the chat format. And um, so that's really cool. I hadn't heard about Discord until right now. It's it's very similar. Did you ever use, um, well, not to age myself or to age you, John? Uh, you I was born in the IC? 1970s. I, I feel okay. pretty convicted in saying Aaron Bronstetter was born in the 80s. So, <laughs> did, you, did you ever use ICQ or anything like that? <laughs> Here we go. Well, I'm not. I'm not that old, LG. I mean, geez. what do you mean? ICQ is like. 90s. I'm just kidding. I don't. No, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just. You don't know out. what that is. Okay, forget it. Forget no. It, forget it. <laughs> yeah, just it, it's it's a really to me it's a really great tool um, that where basically you can have just different little like chat channels where you can say like okay here chat marketplace strategy and also general chat chat about other projects like uh, show off your collection you can have those but then you can also have a, like a one sided announcements channel 
where the team and like they do in the UFC strike discord, they can post, uh, okay, here's the update on the drop today. It's at this time show up here or, or, Hey, there's an update. We're delaying by 15 minutes for whatever reason, or here's the new challenge. Right. So you can, it's, it's kind of like a new, new way for people to communicate with companies and brands, but that's very, it's been adopted very much in the gaming world and also in the, the NFT world, crypto world. So highly recommend um, anybody out there joining uh, UFC Strike to, to head to their Discord. That's where you're going to be able to kind of bottle up all the information, meet some other collectors and, and really get a taste of what NFTs are all about, which is which is connecting and, and you know, kind of showing off your, your, your online identity, right? Which you're seeing people do with profile photos. Uh, John, a big thing in NFTs, people change their profile photos, okay? You can see Phil. Phil, it was himself for years. And recently we got him to convert to a baller's. Is that something Aaron hasn't done it yet? Is that, and if you scroll down in this chat, if you look at everybody here, you'll see tons, tons of other different profile photos. And most of those, if not all of them, are the NFT that those people own. Those are NFTs that people actually own, which is the whole point of it. It's their identity. They're like, I own this NFT. It's unique. Only I have it. Here it is. Right. Is that something you would ever do? A hundred percent. That really piques my interest. I look like a complete stiff right now in that photo (laughs) (laughs) wow so yes that's very cool that's very cool and when you put it in that context phil phil b's got something going i like that man Uh oh yeah that that's a baller but i mean if you look in the in the chat right now john there's so many good ones like i see doodles uh i see ballers some of them i don't even know what they're called i see some of the apes i'm sure you've heard about the apes obviously uh and if not then uh, you will at some point soon uh, what else do we have in here? We have everything. There's a mix of there's there's some kind of weird looking punks are in here. And I don't know if you heard this recently, John, uh, but a crypto punk sold for twenty four million dollars recently when it had been purchased for a thousand dollars. Like how That's wild a beautiful thing. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, two years ago, I wouldn't have believed it, but I believe you. And uh, it's encouraging. Right. I mean, for all of us. Uh, John, question for you outside of NFTs, yeah. and, and I don't want to keep you too, too long, and I think we've all been on it. The drop is pretty much done, so we could probably wrap up soon. Um, John, what is a, what is kind of like a, what does a, a week like now look like for you um, in terms of prep, right? Like you guys had the big event on Saturday. Um, I think the next UFC event is March 5th, I believe. What, what and, and there, obviously there's many other events along the way. What, yeah. what, is, like, what, what are you doing midweek? Like what are you doing on Tuesday afternoon if not joining us on Spaces? Like what does that look like for so- you? Well, so it's interesting, right? Certainly the 12 pay-per-views take a whole lot out of me, but I am in a back-to-back situation right now. So I was at the Palm Beach County Public Library yesterday uh, watching film and, and turning the page to the next fight card that I'm calling on Saturday night. I'll do voiceover work, a lot of the in-arena stuff that you hear. Well, I guess everything in-arena pretty much that you hear from my voice pre-voiced uh, in advance. And in this climate with COVID-19, we're getting new fights all the time and Uh, You know, I had 30 athletes last week. I have 26 athletes this week that I'm wrapping my head around. And uh, it's a grind, my man. You know, it's the devil that I know. But if I always tell people if the fight card this Saturday got delayed five hours, like for better or for worse, I would make use of those five hours. Like you can't over prepare for these things, you know. Um, So it's a lot. um, And that's my grind. So as soon as I get off with you guys, I, I prepped 10 of the I think it's now 24 athletes thus far. So um, most of what I do before I get to Vegas is just focus on fighter prep. So um, mm-hmm. I'll try to prep another six fighters today, and uh, we just keep churning it out. Very cool, man. You're, you're, you're a hardworking guy. I'm going to tell you right now, John, NFTs are going to suck you in. 
Okay. There's no other way. You guys it. are just, sucking just me suck in you already right in. a little bit, you know, as soon You're as that marketplace is bit. up, as soon as that marketplace yeah. is up, it's, it's going to add a totally different dimension to how you see some of these athletes, because you'll see how people value them in terms of like the rank. It's like, it's popularity contest. It's not just, are they good? Are they a future prospect? Right. It's like a popularity contest. You're like, Oh wow. I didn't realize that many people love Tuivasa with the shoey, but they do. Right. Like you might discover right. that you'll, you'll see who the true fan favorites are probably, probably along the lines of what you already know, but you'll see it like really quantified. So yeah. I'm really excited for you to kind of discover that. And, and it's, it, it, I'm just warning you right now. It's going to suck you in a little bit. It's going to suck you in. Well, yeah. and I, I just want to tell the fan base guys right now, don't read too much into my trading strategy, right? Just, because I'm trading Patty Pimblet doesn't mean that I don't support him, right? You know, it's like I'll get myself in hot water, right? I'll call a fight and they'll be like, you know, F Anik, he traded Patty Pimblet last week. So don't read too much into my strategy. It might be my daughter just getting in there. Yeah, no, but at the same yeah. time, John, at the same time, whatever you're buying, you better believe the masses will be buying. You just finished telling us you're studying 26 fighters and you want us to not follow your every move? That's hard to tell us to do that. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Well, hey, that's the least I can do, right? It's like these athletes are training two and three times a day. I can barely get through one workout. But um, no, I mean, that, the thing is, is candidly, I will say to this audience, like, and Aaron knows this a little bit, but with 30 fighters on a fight card, I've said to my boss, Zach Candido, multiple times, like, something may fall through the cracks one time. And we're trying to avoid that fate. But if you guys think about it, right? 30 athletes, right? And they each have three or four corner men or women. And maybe the information I get on my corner audio sheet is wrong. You know, it's like there's only so much that I can chase between now and Saturday night. And that's why I think I'm so – that's why I perseverate on the prep so much because I don't want to get things wrong because, you know, the last thing these athletes need, they finally get into the UFC. Um, and then I'm, I'm butchering their name, you know. So um, it starts there and um, just try to dive in as best I can, you know, so that – they can be proud of the soundtrack. That's great, man. A real pro. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, we haven't heard from you in a while. I don't know if you had any questions for John or anything, any advice to offer him as he begins his NFT journey here. I don't think John's looking to get advice from me, but uh, I will say that uh, I don't think people understood quite how hard it was for Michael Bisping to do what he did this past weekend to take that assignment on short notice um, and have to learn that much about that many fighters in such a short period of time. So just kudos to him. I think that that, uh, is pretty uh, was pretty unbelievable that he was able to do so well in that spot. It's a great point, right? Because it's easy to just say, oh, he knows Ty Tuivasa and Derek Lewis, but he doesn't know where their headspace is during this week. You know, there's a lot that you need to do to sort of put yourself in a position to succeed. And you're absolutely right. And he's on the West Coast. You know, he gets a call, I think, late Wednesday night. And all of a sudden, he has to be, you know, at 5 a.m. Pacific for fighter meetings the next day. You know what I mean? So all credit to Michael Bisping. He brings a lot of energy. And, um, you know, there's nothing quite like having Joe Rogan as far as the broadcast dynamic. He just uh, he's just such a legend in that space. But um, I have pined for Bisping on pay-per-view for years. He knows he has a fan in me and uh, crushed it, especially on short notice. And I appreciate you bringing that up. And one other thing is I don't know if we've gone through these NFTs and have compared them to the uh, NBA or the uh, NFL ones, but those ones don't have commentary. These ones do. No. And your yeah. your imprint is pretty much on every single one of these, almost every single one of these NFTs. I did have John. We had John Gooden actually on the last one. He popped in, and uh, he's on, I think, two of the moments. But you're on uh, a large amount of these moments just, just you know, having your voice on them. So I think that's, uh, that's pretty right. cool. I don't know if you see any royalties from them, but I, I think you should. 
No royalties, but that's really cool. And uh, I was hoping to get close enough to Adesanya to see if that was indeed the case. So you're kind of breaking some news to me there. But um, yeah, I was hopeful that that was the case. And it's really cool. And that's why I think, you know, I mean, you guys hear me sort of dicking around at times in terms of this interview and everything else. But it's like, that's why I take it so seriously, right? It's like, there are plenty of times where I've screwed up, you know, where fighter A knocks out fighter B and I say a name that isn't even fighting, you know, and they got to live with that forever mm -hmm. when they go show their daughter, hey, this is me knocking out um, you know, Arlovsky, but um, the announcer says I'm knocking somebody else out or he gets my name wrong, you know? So um, thankfully, uh, you know, for these NFTs, you know, we've kept it pretty clean, I guess. Well, John, you so seldom make mistakes that I think you're uh, you're selling yourself short on that one. Do you remember any any critical mistakes you've ever made calling fights? Because I, I can't think of any. <laughs> yeah, there have been some. I, I only remember one uh, knockout where I got the, the winning fighter's name wrong. Um, but oh. no, I mean, for you know, there have been little biographical things. And, um, you know, in my effort, I think, to put over coaches, you know, sometimes maybe I'll mention a coach that isn't there at all. Uh, and we try again to correct those mistakes as much as we can. Um, and also, too, I mean, sometimes there's a round where maybe I feel like we played it too much to one fighter than the other, but I always would qualify that by saying we're calling out strikes in real time and it's one of the more challenging things to do especially when guys land simultaneously so i sleep well at night you know um but yeah most shows there's a fighter or a coach or somebody who um you know has a gripe and that's okay i mean it's the you know space in which we operate and um you know i just try to kill them with kindness but also just recognize that it's about them and not us and uh that's really at the end of the day what we're trying to do and are you allowed to say who you thought won the uh, main event, what your scorecards were this past weekend? Oh, I thought I thought Israel won the main event. I mean, again, I I have a lot going on. And, you know, so sometimes even mid-round, they'll be like, John, can I grab you for 30 seconds, you know? And you see my effort to try to fit in promos quickly and get out of the way. So there's a lot going on. My scorecard isn't like the GOAT one. But, yeah, I, mean, I think there was an argument that Adesanya won the first four rounds. So certainly I thought 3-2 or 4-1 wasn't out of the realm of possibility. I didn't think Whitaker, um, you know, did a ton when he was able to get the fight to the grappling realm, wasn't even credited with a submission attempt. And um, it's just the way I saw it. But, um, hey, I respect the dissenting opinions. I always will, even if people uh, don't always, you know, shower us with respect uh, after a fight like that. Yeah, I rewatched it earlier. I still have it 4-1 to one for Izzy. I think, I think it's not really a uh, popular scorecard. But I, I right. gave Whitaker the fifth round, and I gave Israel the other four. But uh, right. it was a good, I thought it was a very good tactical fight, for sure. And my last question for you is, what are you what, what are you going to the library for? Like, what do you need to go to the Palm Beach Library for, for research? <laughs> I, know. Have a home? I, I knew that was coming. No, I do. And But I do believe that I'm more productive there, even though it takes me six minutes each way to get there, if you want to say I lose 12 minutes on that. But actually, my son was home sick yesterday, if you really want to know. And... Sometimes it's hard for me to not lean into, you know, taking care of him. So I did have my dear babysitter over yesterday taking care of him. And I went to the library so that uh, I wouldn't have that, you know, parenting draw me in. I just picture you looking through like UFC microfilm, just like sitting there in the booth. Huh, I don't. Watch you. No, it's, hey, <laughs> I'm old fashioned though, right? It's like I still handwrite my fighter cards because it's sort of the way that I study. And I do every show. I'm like, really? You're doing this again? You can't figure out a better system, you know? But um, yeah, I'm a, I, hey, hey, I was born in the 70s. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's with you true pro. Yeah. Handwriting stuff I think is better though. I think handwriting stuff, you, you absorb it more because you're writing it like you're taking the time to actually write it by hand. So I don't blame you for that one. And a lot of my broadcast partners, if you if you talk about 
an old fight and I just throw a fight out of thin air, they can say, oh, yeah, well, in round two, there was this sequence. I don't have that steel trap memory. So I have notes on a lot of the things that happen in fights that maybe will be of use in the future. And so maybe I don't have to go back and watch that particular fight. So I need these notes in the worst way. I need like a, a, a fire safe or something because these notes are like the most valuable thing in my home other than the, the human beings. And if I lost my, my fighter card library is about 5,000 fighter cards. And if, uh, if I lost them, I'd be in real trouble. You're like Joan Rivers, but with MMA. <laughs> All I'm going to say, she had guys, a whole, all of her jokes were cataloged in like a Dewey Decimal yeah, System. She had yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah J- Joan Rivers had like a Dewey Decimal System of all her jokes that were like on little cards. <laughs> Seriously, like a library of her jokes. If wow. I threw a nickname at you, John, would you know whose it was for sure? A UFC nickname? Most likely. And only because I've handwritten it, you know, but. El Jefe. Um, is that uh, Rafa Garcia? No, it's Jeff Molina. He's listening. It was a softball. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh God, I love Jeff. I absolutely love Jeff. Much love, Jeff Molina. Sorry, and that's one too that I think that I wanted a T-shirt with that on it, and now I screwed that up. So, I got your first um, your first mistake, John Anik. You know you're you're welcome to there make you go. Well, once hey, in a lifetime. I, I said if you and I go head to head doing trivia on Bilal Muhammad's Remember the Show, you would beat me. Um, that's why I need my notes. See, I need my Jeff Molina fighter card in front of me right now. Wow, you guys just came up with what we're going to do next time. It's going to be head to head. Head-to-head trivia, and we'll add in like a fan. We'll add in just a pure fan to that, and uh, and Phil Deal run it. And we'll have some fun next time. The, the one thing I wanted to say about uh, you know John, you making a mistake, let's say on air, is that in the collecting world, that's a misprint. You know that to me is like that's an even better collector's Ooh. item. The one time John got the name wrong after the knockout, like that. You to won't me be is, able to find it. You won't be able. Well, to find I don't it. remember what fight it was. I really don't. But I'm saying. Um, in, in, I don't think you'll ever do it again. But if you ever do, just know that on UFC Strike, I'm going to be going for it, and so will hey. a lot of other people. We're going to want that. We're going to want you since you're you're perfect. Clearly, you are you are fantastic. You are a true pro. You study. You do the work every day. You don't take it for granted. That's that's what a true pro is. But if ever there's one little slip up, know that on UFC Strike, we're going to look at it as a good thing. We're going to want it. That it won't exist. I'm telling you. Well, guys, no, it's not <laughs> thank exist. you guys. I very much appreciate the kind words, LG and Aaron. I can guarantee you there will be another misprint. You know, if if I get a new contract, there's going to be another misprint. You know, you do this yes. job long enough, eventually it happens. Hold and, on, if um, you get a new contract, you're bearing the lead. Are you a free agent or something? Uh-oh. Hey, we'll just. Uh, I, I'm hoping to work for this promotion for the rest of my life. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's the case too. I think you do a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And I think anybody who would disagree with that is just not watching. They're not paying attention. Well, if if people Very are out funny. there and they disagree, I'll try to do better this weekend. So, no. that's it. the thing. It's like you're only as good as your last show. That's why it's like even though there will be you know 75 people in the building and it'll be at the apex, and um, you know I'm busting my tail to give them, I give them the exact same amount of my time as the paper. You know, mm-hmm. that's awesome, man. Well, do you John, know who does the, hey, do you know who does the color commentary for FAC on uh, on UFC Fight Pass? Uh, is that James Krause's promotion? I don't. It's Jeff Molina, who's uh, sitting here on the chat. I mean, what are you trying to do? Just, just, right? I'm going to turn Aaron's around and get my Jeff Molina. I'm mean, trying to get Jeff to... Molina to despise you. I'm, t- I'm turning Jeff. I'm, I'm doing the old oh. MMA trick where I'm trying to start a feud here. Where Jeff Molina is like, <laughs> and, and, John Anik doesn't know about me. I'm telling you. Well, I hope we have Jeff Molina calling fights with us one day. You know? Yeah, I, he, he will be calling fights with you to... one day. He's awesome. 
He's a smart kid, very he smart kid. To, to win fights, you know, and I'd love to see him get on the desk and then, you know, eventually migrate the commentary with us. That's really cool. You're making me want to go to uh, UFC Fight Pass and, and listen for my man, Alina. Not that he needs tips from me. Yeah, he, yeah, he did a good – him and uh, Julian Marquez did a fantastic job. I can see Jeff doing that too, you know, if he's still losing. That's cool. Gentlemen, I think it's a good time to wrap it right there as, as Aaron tries to stir up a new beef. That maybe we'll, we'll jump on next time. Aaron Aaron wants to put you not not knowing those questions about Jeff Molina. He wants to put those on a gold pendant and and give it to Jeff <laughs> or give it to you yeah. or something like that. <laughs> That's the next moment on the gold pendant is the is something funny like that. But uh, John, pleasure absolutely. Thank you so much for making time in your busy schedule to to chat with us today to chat for this really exciting launch. Um, and thank you, of course, to UFC and the UFC Strike for, for making this happen and for, um, you know, creating this wonderful product, for, for making a partnership and, and giving us all a reason to connect here today and to and many more times. We're going to have many pack drops through Series 1. At least that's what we've been told. So hopefully First Mint, we will be back for most of those. And um, John, we'd, we'd love to have you back anytime that, that you want to join and chat NFTs, especially maybe once you, you've had a bit of time to, to collect, maybe a couple months down the line, once you've spent a bit yeah. of money, you've collected a bit. We'd love to have you back to, to kind of chat in depth, do a little strategy show with you um, and, and, and wish you all the best uh, uh, going forward. I love it. You guys sound great. I really appreciate the time as well and uh, look forward to connecting in the future. Absolutely. Aaron, Peace, thank you Can't again. wait to hear you on the broadcast this week, John. See you, my always, man. Uh, thank you guys so much. Up with you. And tell your brother to have me back on Remember the Show for some more trivia. Dude, anytime. Like, I wish I could bet on you on that show. You're the biggest lock in the world when you go head-to-head against anybody. So uh, as long as it's not oh, wow. me. Um, I think you should go head-to-head against Jeff Molina. That's what I think. You guys I, I agree. I, I would probably uh, slaughter Jeff Molina in trivia. Oh, my God. I know he's listening, but I just, I just think that's, that's facts. Just facts. What's happening here? Aaron's got secret beef with Jeff Molina, clearly. <laughs> um, but Aaron, pleasure as always. Thanks again for, for making time as well for joining us. Um, always appreciate your insight, and it's been it's been fun to do these with you, man. Hey, my pleasure, guys. I, I have my uh, my second pack to open, so I'm going to get hey. to that, and uh, we'll we'll do this again sometime soon, hopefully. Awesome, and let's all look forward to later today. The marketplace should be opening. I'm sure we'll get some updates from UPC Strike. Uh, as that rolls out and as reminder everybody you know it's a, it's a product that's in beta so things aren't perfect so it might be a little slow oh aaron's already that's a great way to play us out um phil d i think had to hop off he's still there but uh gonna give him a big thanks and uh yeah give us all a follow and thanks again to ufc strike and ufc team for making this happen i'm lg here from the first mint uh we're gonna leave that giveaway open for the next little bit next couple minutes maybe next 20 minutes give everybody else a little chance to participate it's pinned in the chat right now so give it a retweet and um we'll pick the winners in a little bit and be in touch uh, uh if you want so cheers everybody have a great rest of your day and um see you in the marketplace